one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Round two of the Elite versus AR Fox kicked off Rampage this week. There's only one thing to do. So, my friends, welcome to Ups and Downs, the wrestling review show where I watch wrestling so you don't have to. Simon Miller here. This is my friend, the Pessimus, or the Pessimistic. Octopus. And what did you want to say at the start of today's video, Mr. Puss? I can't believe that AEW is doing the Elite versus AR Fox and Top Flight again. I mean, this is so dark. Why don't they just have a creative bone in their body? I'll tell you why. Because it was a really fun match last time, so why not do it again? Life's too short to moan about this stuff. Don't you tell me what to do! I am a human being! Oh yeah? Well, so am I. And you're not a human being. You're an octopus. So honestly, this was really like getting upset because you had to have ice cream twice in the same week. Ain't no one going to moan about that. Or because your favorite YouTube presenter has changed his hat from SmackDown ups and downs. I am the brand new Malibu Stacy. Because I mean, seriously, the Young Bucks are one of the best tag teams ever. Kenny Omega is already Hall of Fame worthy. Top Flight are going to be badass down the line. And AR Fox... I understand how he does 98.2% of the things he does. Given this had a basketball theme, as was teased on Dynamite and to tie into the All-Star game, we even had a tip-off here when AR Fox went for it. Nick Jackson gave him an atomic drop. That was it. I was in Goofy Wrestling for Life. These balls were then being smashed into everybody's faces, which sounds absolutely awful, and you have to forgive me, when AR Fox looked at the calendar and went, oh, 2023 wrestling, so he just went dive, 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 dive. The problem is that he then got distracted by this basketball. So Matt and Nick gave him a double super kick. I thought this was terrific. Fox and Nick then continued to go nuts with cutters when Dante and Omega tagged in. I tell you, this was just as good. Because he hit this amazing crossbody as Dante also flipped out of a snapdragon by Kenny Omega. When Darius tagged in and he just hit a Spanish fly. We then had double stomps as also the basketball was being thrown around the place when AR Fox decided to do a 450 for a near fall. When Mac Jackson grabbed him and just threw him into Tina the Turnbuckle, that looked horrible. Omega then wanted to V-trigger Darius, but Dante cut him off with this springboard clothesline. And so much was happening at this point, I wasn't able to keep up. AR Fox refused to be top during this show, so at one point he did a kip-up double cutter. And I rang up the physics hotline, as I'm sorry, but he's breaking physics. You want to do something about it? when he went for the moonsault, he got triple super kicked and I was like, man, he's dead. To play off the last match too, Kenny then did finish him off with the one-win angel so we can move on from this. And it was just so much fun. I was always moaning about Rampage and sure, there are criticisms to throw at the show, but how could you not sit down and just have a good time? That's what life is all about, especially when it comes to wrestling. It's people running around in their pants. We also got the feud we've all been asking for because when this was done, the lights went out and when they came back on, the House of Black were there. When the lights went off again, 
and they just disappeared. So I guess they're meant to be ghosts. I mean, it was a little bit like your ex-partner turning up at your house, ringing the doorbell, and then you see them running down the road. You're like, well, why did they do that? But listen, do I want this? You bet your ass. Quick interview with the guns after this, as they continue to be obnoxious as ever, which is why I like them. When Wheeler Utah bumped into Orange Cassidy, man, he cut a really good promo. Because Wheels was still a bit upset with how the best friends treated him. I was a bit like, Utah, I think you probably should let this go. And he was annoyed that they saw him as a clown. I was like, what the hell is wrong with being a clown in wrestling? You can be 2023 doink. He mostly said this to insinuate that it's actually Orange, which is a clown. And I was like, well, no, actually, he's a piece of fruit. And the long and the short of it is that come Dynamite, we are going to do Wheeler Utah versus Orange Cassidy for the All-Atlantic Championship. And while I have taken the mick out of this, Wheeler Utah is getting really good at, like, firing shots. Orange Cassidy is just great. I'm quite looking forward to it. Ricky Starks' JAS journey then continued because he beat Daniel Garcia. Now, this was very good because it was always going to be. These two are top-tier talents, but I do agree with some of the criticisms. This feud does feel like it's a little bit too elongated. But look at it this way. If we get to Revolution and Ricky Starks beat Chris Jericho for a second time, and then we push him and we push him and we push him, I only think by the end of the year... Rick's going to be in a pretty good position. Garcia also caught him with this gnarly-looking dragon screw into the ropes to begin with. And because that hurt Starks' leg, Dan was like, well, now I know what I can do. I'll work on that limb and I'll try and rip it from his body. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. 
He didn't do that with his face and just trying to accentuate it. This tied into Ricky going for the spear, but he wasn't able to do it because he did have a gammy leg, but he was still able to hit this clothesline and a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. That'll do it. He then went for a blue thunder bomb, and that was dumb because that move never works. And even though he tried to keep capitalizing on this, eventually Daniel Garcia kind of hit another dragon screw, but then he hit the rock bottom. And he also went and tweeted the great one saying, oh man, I did your move. Always go for the good engagement. Secondly though, He's just going old school maneuver crazy here, because then he put him in the damn sharpshooter. I started rooting for the Rikishi driver, because that is a forgotten move from that area. And just as Ricky Starks was about to get to the ropes, who ran down to the ring to be an absolute goober? It was Sammy Guevara, and he basically stopped it. Thankfully, though, Action Andretti was then out, and he did away with Sam. And as I said on Dynamite, he must be featured more. And this worked very well for Ricky Starks. Then he hit the spear, hit the Rochambeau. He got the one, two, three. And while Guevara went crazy after this, as we did set up Action Andrade versus him for Rampage next week, you could make the argument that Action has to lose there so that Ricky Starks can beat Sam, and then he's gone through the Jericho Appreciation Society and he can beat Chris. Sorry, I fell down. Here is the major point though. You have the potential to create two bigger stars out of all of this. And if we can achieve it, all of this will be worthwhile. Also, the match itself was very good. Up. And then Jade Cargill beat the Vixen in a minute. Here's the thing. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I really like Cargill. I mean, she just looks like a massive star, which is half the battle. But didn't we see this match back in December? It only went 60 seconds and I don't really understand what the point of it was. I mean, this just made it feel like Jade is out of challenges and she is desperate for a proper feud, especially because she is the TBS champion. And as ever, she hit the Jaded and she got the one, two, three. And I totally get that she needs to be on TV because Cargill is still learning, but it doesn't matter if we drop the ball here and there. We have to do a little bit of a reset. That's all wrestling is, trial and error. Hell, that's what life is. At the moment, it kind of feels like we're doing something for the sake of doing something. And I need a little bit more down. Man, did I get into this main event, though. We need to do this type of stuff more. Firstly, we should probably start thinking about pushing Swerve Strickland to the moon, because he spent this whole match just wanting to get it across that he is an evil son of a ditch, and he will do anything he has to do to win. He just has a certain swagger about him. He's good. And as for Dustin Rhodes, pff, in many ways, he is still underrated because he's such a legend. And when we got to the finish of this thing, it did feel like a big deal because AEW does that thing that they never do. The real issue for Dustin is that he was going to have to deal with Parker Bordeaux and Trench. <laughs> and excuse my giggles, but I cannot get over the name Trent. But Rhodes was able to do away with them when him and Swerve started fighting at ringside. They soon flew back into the squared circle as Dustin hit a German suplex, ring in Zoomstar. But Strickland was so desperate to get back on the outside that he did this and he propped Dustin Rhodes up against Barry Barricade and he just drop kicked him right in the face. Now one, can we please have justice for Barry Barricade? Because he is a viable employee and he doesn't need to see this. It's probably going to give him PTSD. Also two, Dustin Rhodes was just bleeding after this. And you can absolutely make the argument that we do too much blood on AEW, but it really worked here. I mean, it dragged me in the emotion. And one of the reasons it works so well is that even though Strickland beat on him for ages, all of a sudden, Dustin Rhodes popped up and he started to no-sell all of this offense. I couldn't help it. I felt it raise up from my tootsie toes. I was like, Dustin, kill him. It all resulted in that amazing power slam that we've seen for all these years and a code red, which again, does make me chuckle because Dustin Rhodes is always bringing in the new moves. And when he hit the crossroads and the final reckoning, he actually had Swerve Strickland beat. And the ref went one and the ref went two. And then just when he was about to hit three, 
stupid Parker Bordeaux pulled Dustin out of the ring. He also threw him into Simba the Steel Steps. And thankfully the referee did disqualify him. Because I was like, man, if we don't, this has gone way out of control. But AEW never does DQs, as we've already discussed. So yes, the trumpet, it felt like a big deal. Security then ran to the ring, but Parker was just beating them up. And I was like, man, well, what a massive prick you are. When all of a sudden Swerve decided, I think we should murder Dustin Rhodes. And he got one of those cinder blocks. Now, actually, this was going to be poetic justice because just before they were going to send him to death, who made their big return to AEW? The same guy that had been smashed with a cinder block. It was Keith Lee. This also does mean that he was in the back through all of this, just watching it. It's like, Keith, you probably could have come out a little bit earlier. And also, even though we last saw him in December, in two months, he has aged 45 years because his hair is now grey. Now, I'm only being facetious here. It actually looked really good. I liked it. It was like a superhero. He also then wrecked everybody and Swerve sold this wonderfully. He was like, oh my God, I can't believe Keith Lee is back. And now we can do this feud. We should probably kick it off at Revolution. Actually, very excited. So this really was great sports entertainment stuff with everybody understanding their role. And look how long this story has been going on. Rampage could absolutely use more stuff like this. And I hope we do use it as a getting on point, which makes it nice and easy. Is getting it up. Which brought us to the end of Rampage, and it is going to get an up, which is going to send people crazy. But if you have got to this point in the video, don't add up the counters and then compare them to other shows. Every single program exists with its own little bubble. Also, I'm a positive Pete. I just want to watch wrestling and have fun, and then come on here and have fun, because... It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tongue. -tum. Also, please do make sure you go back in time and check out SmackDown Ups and Downs. And we have to talk about that main event segment because it was so good. Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Leave a comment below calling me an absolute moron. That's fine. WhatCulture.com, at Simon316 and WhatCultureWWE on the old Twitter and Instagram. And I think that's it. We're done. Now we head into the Elimination Chamber. I cannot wait. I love wrestling. 